Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. How's the week been since uh, last Thursday night, the week and a bit? Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, been a bit uh, well, disappointing um, uh, sort of review process out of it all because um, yeah, the, the result on Thursday night um, didn't go our way, but probably um, equally just um, after that sort of midway through the, the second quarter, um, yeah, the game really started to get away from us and um, Brisbane really controlled the game from there on. So, um, yeah, there was a fair, uh, fair um, sort of review going on throughout the early part of the week, but as, as Devo is incredibly good at doing it, sort of turning a negative into a positive, um, which he's been able to uh, uh, do over the course of this week. And um, I just heard you uh, sort of in the prelude sort of coming through um, that, you know, our run home um, has us pitted against some, some pretty handy teams that are currently sitting in the eight um, in some high positions in, in the Ds, um, Geelong, Frio, and the Saints are in there. Um, we've got GWS and and, uh, and Hawthorne to finish. So... Uh, it's not an easy run home, but um, destiny is in our ha- own hands. Um, and you know, quitting ourselves tonight uh, really well against uh, the Swans here at the SCG is going to be hopefully the start of that. So, when you had a little bit of time to look back on last Thursday night, you mentioned that you know, if you'd have been able to take a few more of your opportunities in the first quarter, it, it could have been a different result. Could, did you were, were you and the coach able to put a finger on, on what happened and why it did turn around not the way you would have liked? I think probably uh, two things, Hutto, that, that stood out the most. And, um, you know, the first one you just touched on, man, you, you just don't know what the um, uh, the rest of the game may, may have looked like if we were able to um, hit the scoreboard in a positive sense with uh, goals instead of behinds in the early part of the game. Um, you know, scoreboard pressure is an amazing thing, um, both in a positive and a negative way. Um, and emotionally, it can affect the opposition, particularly on their home deck, if a, if a team's got off to a really good start. And it, um, we felt like we um, were really um, controlling that end of uh, of the game, um, you know, early on, and and probably in that sort of first 12 minutes of the second quarter, uh, we were four goals up essentially, um, and felt like we had a lot of momentum. Um, we miss one, and then uh, they get a real run on. So um, we we know that um, in that period of time, um, yeah, the Lions uh, also went able to take their chances and missed a few. They hit, hit the post a couple of times, so. Uh, but it is amazing what scoreboard pressure can do, um, and you know, a sliding door moment, you you may be on the path to a uh, to a victory instead of um, allowing the, the team back in or the opposition team back in, uh, which is what played out. And um, the second part of it was just the uh, just the transition of the football. Um, you know, once the Lions got their ball in their hands, whether it was inside our forward fifty or across that half forward line. Um, they were able to sort of pick us apart and um, and transition the ball, um, you know, reasonably well through that middle part of the ground and give their forwards a real look. Um, and the sort of a third part of it is just um, probably a, uh, the reality of personnel and the availability of 
um, of players we've um, sort of had to tap in, unfortunately, really deep to our list again for a whole range of reasons this year, concussion and um, you know, illness and a couple of COVIDs along the way, like all teams have had, but it has knocked us around a bit. Um, and that, unfortunately, really exposed us a little bit last week. Um, you know, Charlie uh, Cameron has a great game. Um, uh, we probably would have had to have, um, you know, would like to have had sort of preferred um, players playing on players like that, which we didn't have available for us. And as much as Anthony Scott tried his heart out, um, and actually was pretty good after sort of halfway through that third quarter, um, they really got on top of us. So they're probably the three things. Chris, we were talking about uh, the Bulldogs in general terms uh, prior to you coming on and where you're at considering um, where you got to last year and uh, your system has been uh, criticised in some quarters during the week. Where, where do you see yourselves at? Uh, it's interesting, Jared. I think, um, you know, sort of glass-half-full approach, um, you know, we really feel that when we play uh, or are able to play at our best, um, you know, like all teams, as I said before, when you have access to majority of good players, um, mm. you'd like to think that's when you can play your best football. And when we played our best football, we played um, sort of really um, top-line uh, footy. So we know that it's there. Um, you know, even during sort of last year, um, there was probably an inconsistent element to that. Um, we sort of put that down to, um, you know, new players coming in and uh, the key position post still sort of finding their way. Um, over the course of this year, that inconsistency uh, sort of come through um, into this season as well. And, um, you know, the, the, the other side of it, which is just the reality and why you have to be uh, very open and, and honest with yourself um, as a team of uh, sort of where you're not playing well, even though you, you think you've got a, a really um, uh, a top-line uh, style of football when you uh, can get it going. Um, it's when things aren't going your way or the team um, get a bit of a run on the other way. That's probably been, uh, where we've been most disappointing this year. Um, so if we can uh, just tidy up that, it's not so much the defensive end, because uh, most teams will say um, you know, it's, it's stopping the ball getting that far down the ground before you expose your back line. Um, mm. And teams have been able to transition a little bit too easy through that middle part of the ground. So uh, that's a challenge for us. Uh, that's an area that we've focused on. Um, and hopefully we can get that right. Um, you know, the, the best uh, is, is still in front of us. Uh, but we've got a challenge in front of us, don't we? We, we haven't been able to see that enough yet. You're not too different to the Swans. I mean, their best has been really good, as is yours, and yet their average has been average, and that's why you're sitting uh, on the ladder. Yeah, I think uh, I think John and the, the Swans yeah would say that. Um, you know, I'm I'm really encouraged with uh, with where the team um, uh, can go to, um, whether it's the rest of this year or um, in the in the short term. Um, I think we've got areas of our game and areas of the field that are um, really well um, structured up uh, personnel-wise. You know, plays in their prime of their careers and, um, you know, through the midfield, that's that's clearly the case. Um, you know, having Kim back tonight will be really helpful. Mm. Um, I think we're really starting to see uh, the best of him. I, I know, um, you know, one of the most improved players in the comp, um, in your mind, Jared, um, yep, back absolutely. tonight, Nick Richards for us. So. You know, those um, sort of ripple effect or knock-on effect in a negative uh, when they go out um, uh, could be really um, sort of, um, uh, you know, labour-intensive uh, for the team. and It's probably caught us out a little bit. Um, but those two boys are back tonight, and that'll, that'll be helpful. Yeah, that was a really interesting to see him return. I must admit, I changed my tip on the back of English. It's, he's such an influential player. And 
And the Swans have brought in Laddams. Um, Hickey went out with an injury but didn't play that well last week. So I'll be interested to see how he goes. I mean, he's been back and he's had a bit of a rough trot for a couple of months with injuries. But, geez, stuff at the start of the year and one of the games when he got back, it's, you know, it's all Australian level. Yeah, it is. Um, and that's why, you know, you know, for him uh, personally, um, it's been really disappointing. He hasn't been able to get that continuity. And, um, you know, the reasons he's missed, he's had a, that really sort of really minor hamstring Um but, uh, you know, he had the, uh, the, the head knock and um, yep. the flu um, and sort of concussion um, all involved uh, in amongst that period. So he ended up missing a, a really big chunk. Um, uh, and this time, obviously, with this concussion, he's missed, um, missed a couple of weeks as well. So, um, but you're right. I mean, uh, we really feel that, um, he's, you know, in Ruckman terms and age-wise, he's really only just starting to scratch the surface. And what we have mm. been able to see, uh, when he's had some continuity in football, is, really start to see what we think he can uh, become. Um, so let's hope we uh, we can see that a little bit uh, tonight, Jared. So uh, what process did you go through with the decision on English last week, Chris? Did, did he say, I'm not quite right, so I don't want to play? Did you guys say, we know you're right, but we'd rather you had an extra week off? How did that work? Uh, no, not so much, Dwayne. I mean, we're very um, guided by what the protocols are. So um, in, in this uh, instance, um, you know, until uh, Tim's concussion symptoms really subsided down to uh, to the level that they're uh, needing to get down to before he can actually start um, uh, what's called the return to play period um, and process, so which is essentially a 12-day period. Um, if you remember when he got that concussion, he really had to be symptom-free um, and be uh, feeling cheery right by uh, within that sort of 48, 72-hour period because by the Monday, it is not um, that, that period virtually commences from there. So, yeah. um, you know, hence that's why it sort of knocked him out from being old. Even if it was absolutely cheery right for the next 11 days, um, he can't play uh, within that 12-day period. So um, our decision was made for us, but we were really bullish that, you know, he trained very well last week, um, has been able to do this week, obviously. Um, once the protocol's finished and now we're always confident it's going to be okay after tonight. Are we going to see Sam Darcy this year? It was an emergency last week, and I know there was reasons for that, but is he, is he, is he in consideration? Well, yeah, he is. Um, um, I don't know, just on the basis of, as you, uh, as you know, he, he's, he's been um, uh, emergency, so you're not going to place uh, plays in those positions if um, if you're not going to uh, be comfortable selecting or calling on them if something happens overnight or in the 48 hours leading into a game. So that, that gives an indication of... Uh, where we see him, um, he's um, really progressing well. Um, you know, we must remember um, he's sort of essentially the first six months in the place um, he was off leg. So you can imagine how far back he's coming from um, as a uh, as a youth player, um, talent pathway player, as an 18 year old um, with no preseason at all before he sort of gets into um, any sort of formal training. Um, and he really was only um, about a six-week to a seven-week really strong training period before he played his first uh, game with Footscray in the VFL. Um, so on the back of that and what we've seen so far, um, you know, it's really quite exciting to, to think what he might be able to produce um, uh, over uh, a period of time. Um, first and foremost, um, sort of back to your question, there's probably no reason why, uh, with the way that he's playing, um, that we may not see him... Um, uh, you know, stay at, uh, at, at state level for, for too much longer if he continues the way he's going. Can I ask you, Chris, um, despite the fact that we all take it uh, one week at a time, to cast your mind forward to, to next season and just uh, run through a hypothetical for us. <laughs> Let's just say you've got Josh, Josh Bruce back and he's 
fit and healthy and playing well. You've got three tools, young tools, all pushing up. And you've got Rory yep. Lobb in the goal square. Would you push Aaron Norton to centre-half back or at least think about it? <laughs> well, it gives you a chance of thinking about it at least, Jared. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, it does. I mean, um, I think, you know, what he's been able to do as a, a forward and, and still the growth in his game, he could be uh, an amazing forward. So we, we wouldn't want to uh, sort of uh, take that opportunity away from either the team or from him. Uh, but uh, yeah, when you've got um, uh, players who um, are able to sort of hold down certain positions, um, it does give you that flexibility. Um, but we, we're not there yet, are we? Um, you know, the hypothetical is just that. Um, as much as, uh, you know, someone like a Rory Lobb, um, you know, uh, would be uh, really helpful for us. Um, you know, that's not the case just yet. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what uh, eventuates. Um, but, you know, even just um, getting back to Josh Bruce, um, it's been a bit of a shame that he had that sort of hamstring tightness yeah. um, after his first game at, at, at state level. Um because uh, he would have been obviously really handy. Um, and hopefully we can sort of see him at the back end of the year. And that's why I sort of feel if we can just um, sort of get through uh, this next fortnight um, and get a few of those players um, coming back through the team, um, you know, the best is really in front of us. So um, I don't think at any point in time we've had a four-quarter performance really um, over the course of, uh, yep. of this season. So um, if we get anywhere near that, um, yeah, we'll give it a shake, I think. So do you think there is a chance that with what you've got, you could play Norton back at some stage this year, or do you not have that weaponry up forward to be able to even contemplate it? Uh, I don't think we'd be contemplating it at the moment, Dwayne. No, no, I don't think that's on the agenda. Uh, I don't think that's on Bevo's mind. Uh, I don't think that's what the the team really needs just at the moment. Um, you know, our ability to be able to score at the other end is just as important as defending. Um, and that's, you know, from a positive sense, uh, Aaron, Aaron's at the moment is a, very much a forward for us. And just to go back on the other part of the hypothetical, which <laughs> you did touch on, Grant, so you are in for Rory Lobb? Uh, we've sort of reached out, but, you know, we haven't sort of got um, sort of any anywhere sort of um, having a, a really good uh, sort of dialogue. Um, I, I think, you know, if, if uh, Rory's... Um, gets to a point in time where he expresses a desire to come um, either Victorian way or sort of near us, um, uh, then we'd be very open to that discussion. But, yeah, Rory, uh, and quite fair enough, really. Um, he's got a, a season he's playing with uh, with the Dockers who are going quite well. Um, he probably doesn't want to even think about that just now. Um, but if that becomes available, um, he's the type of player that um, ourselves and a few clubs are keen to talk to, I'm sure. Chris, appreciate your time. Big night ahead. Good luck. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thanks, guys. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.